What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Personal Growth Podcast, Time to Grind. Here we discuss how to be the best version of ourselves every single day. I am your host, Kim Wynn, and I'm no expert, but I bring you tools and practices that I've used to transform my own life and guests who can bring their own wisdom and new perspectives your way. Changing your life and healing is completely up to you. I'm just here to spark your imagination and give you new ideas. If you want to do the work, you've got to get out there and grind. Let's do it together. This episode of Time to Grind is sponsored by BetterHelp. Most of us struggle with something. As you know, I have struggled with anxiety most of my life and PTSD for a good portion of my adult life. Therapy has been instrumental for me to find ways to manage and honestly just to have someone to talk to who knew how to help me when I didn't know how to help myself. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and they even offer financial aid. They'll assess your needs and match you with a licensed therapist, and you can change your therapist for free if you don't find the right fit right away. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network. A lot of areas don't have specialized therapy near them, and BetterHelp has a lot of options from the comfort of your home. So join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. And special offer to Time to Grind listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash time to grind. That's betterhelp.com slash time to grind. Now back to the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. Uh, I took a little vacation, and so this episode is coming out a little bit later in the week. I actually had every intention of taking my laptop because I knew I was going to have a little bit of time in the airport and time on the plane going to and from. And so I thought, oh, it'll be a great time to get a lot of work done. And, you know, we just had the year anniversary and I did a lot of work leading up to it. And like game time decision, I left my laptop at home and just took a couple uh, fiction books with me and kind of unplugged and relaxed. And it was really nice to just unwind as much as I love, you know, doing the work and love the grind and all that stuff. It's just as important to me to rest and relax and recharge. And I feel very refreshed. So it's good to be back recording again. I actually have a bunch of episodes ready to go, but I wanted to jump on and talk about this today. So going to do a little short growth journaling episode for you guys. But before I get into that, I wanted to tell you some exciting news. Um, I have a Patreon now for Time to Grind, so you can find extra content there already. There is a growth journaling episode up. Um, and there is, and it's it's all about unlearning um, our bad habits and things like that. What do we need to unlearn in order to learn? 
And then also the video episode for Glass House, my last interview on the year anniversary, um, that is also up. And that's for those are up both up for all tiers of the Patreon um, membership. Starts with as little as $5 a month. Um, and it completely just goes to help keep the lights on here and help support the show. So if you want some extra content, you can find good stuff there. It will in no way affect the value that I'm giving here just for free on this podcast. It's just some extra things I'm doing for you guys. And you can join at any level if you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to support me. You know, I it does cost me to do all of this. So um, I'm just kind of trying to find some ways to bring you guys more content, but also pay all my fees and things like that. And um, you are also welcome to just leave me a tip. If you don't want to sign up for Patreon, you can um, shoot me a tip over at PayPal um, at time to grind podcast at gmail.com is my PayPal. And the link for the PayPal me is actually in the show notes as well as the link for the Patreon account. So come join me over at Patreon. I'm going to do some really good stuff over there for you guys, especially if you like to growth journal with me. Um, so you don't want to miss that. Okay. So I'm going to hop into tonight's growth journaling episode And we are going to talk about who's in our circle. Now, quite often, you'll hear me talk about having the right people in your circle because I think it's really important, right? Well, today we're going to talk about the people that we let stick around or kind of slip through the cracks. So if you're in time to grind, well, First of all, if you're not in time to grind, come join us um, over on Facebook. It's a wonderful group. There's so much growth there. Come share your journey. Come cheer other people on for theirs. Uh, It's a wonderful community, and I'm, I'm so proud of it. And I put up a photo yesterday. So if you're there, you probably saw it. And it's a picture of two pairs hanging next to one another. And the pair on the left has completely rotted and it's just barely touching the pair on the right and where they are touching the pair on the right has now begun rotting itself just from being exposed to the rotted pair's exterior and humans are a lot like this right It's not too hard for us to pick up behaviors, language, tone of voice, work ethic, attitude, um, even negative stuff. It's very contagious. And the caption on that photo said that being close to the wrong people can ruin you. And I absolutely feel this way. Um, I think it's easy to recognize when there's someone we don't want in our circle based on how they treat us, right? If someone does us really wrong, especially if you have boundaries, it's easy to say, this person's not right for me. We only get so much energy. So for me, I very quickly identify those people now. I didn't so much before. But what about the people who just kind of slip through the cracks? the people whose behavior kind of border on the ones who probably fit into the category of people who shouldn't be around us, 
but we tend to excuse their behavior and still allow them a place in our circle. So we're going to talk about that today. And I want to start by telling you a little bit about who I used to be. Okay. I was someone who saw the good in everyone. And therapy would have me telling you that I did that because I felt very unlovable. So if you are someone who sees the good in everyone, chances are that could be the case for you too. I'm not saying it is. I'm not your therapist, (laughs) not even a therapist, but I've had a therapist for a long time and I had this behavior and this is what it was for me. Okay. But I digress. I saw the good in everyone instead of seeing what was real. I would cling to that goodness, like cling to it. Okay. Even when people treated me poorly, I would still see the good in them or excuse why they did it right. They'd been through a lot or had a rough childhood or things were really hard at work. It, it was a lot of things. And then I eventually grew out of that when I started to really love myself. So that need to do that because I felt unlovable, that went away and I, I stopped excusing really poor behavior. And, and the really poor behavior was easy to get rid of. But this borderline behavior that I'm going to talk about was a little trickier. You know, when people started treating me poorly, I learned to speak up. And I also learned that people who really cared also cared about respecting my boundaries. And I want to briefly get off topic for a moment and talk about boundaries. I'm going to have a whole episode on boundaries because um, in the near future, we're going to lead into episodes on trauma. And boundaries are very important to people with trauma. I think they are very important for everyone. Uh, We should all have boundaries. And I think there's a big misconception about boundaries. I think a lot of people think that boundaries are about the way other people behave. And they absolutely are not. Boundaries are about your own behavior. So my boundaries are about my behavior, not anyone else's. Okay? I'm going to give you an example. Let's say infidelity is a boundary for me in relationships, okay? Which is true. I can't say you are not allowed to cheat on me. Here's why I can't say that. I have zero control over other people's behavior. None. Life gets much easier when you realize that. I have no control over other people's actions. What I do have control over are my reactions and my actions that follow that behavior, whatever it is, right? So my boundary doesn't sound like you're not allowed to cheat on me, right? I don't tolerate it. I don't put up with it. My boundary sounds like I do not stay in situations or relationships where someone is unfaithful. So there's my set boundary, right? That lets the person that's wanting to be with me know that I will not stay if they're unfaithful. Plain and simple. I've set my boundary. They can choose their behavior accordingly. And if they choose to be unfaithful, then I will hold firm to my boundary and exit the relationship. 
Does that make sense? So just wanted to throw out there, your boundaries are about your behavior, not someone else's. So we're going to talk about behavior for a moment. All right. Have you, and and I want to talk about words versus actions. That's kind of what we're going to discuss here. We're going to talk about this as a means to identify different behaviors in people. So have you ever dated someone who always complains or talk shit about their exes, like every one of them. Red flag, first of all, throw that out there right now. It's a red flag I ignored, right? Maybe their ex is a bitch or selfish or whatever, or, you know, now then it's their boss and then it's their kid and then it's their dog. Yeah, I dated that guy too. And then time goes by and you realize that the picture they painted with their words isn't quite what it seems. Or is it? Were you just not listening closely? Because listen how they talked about other people, right? I think we miss a lot of those subtleties until they they add up so much and you realize that there's this mountain of shit talking or complaints or whatever it is. And then you kind of think to yourself, hmm, something's not quite like it seems. And those words fade away a bit when you take a closer look and you start to see someone's actions. Now, we've heard that phrase, right? Actions speak louder than words. It's true. Absolutely true. Words are important. They're so important. To me, like someone who loves to write, Words are very important. Like, they can cut me. I can still remember some horrible things that people have said to me. But actions are much louder for me. Because I have been fooled by words before, but actions will always tell you. Okay? So, take someone who hurts you. All right? I'm not even going to give an example of what. Let's just say someone does something to hurt you. And they apologize. They validate your feelings as they should. So, okay. We give them grace. We give people a second chance, an opportunity to learn from their mistake or their bad choice. But then they continue to repeat their action again. And they apologize again. And they validate your feelings again. And then they repeat their action again. And again, so do those words speak louder than their actions? No. And I want to take a closer look at something we often miss, okay? It's easier to cut people out when they mistreat us, right? What about people, and these are the people we're going to dig into for a moment, that haven't done anything bad to us, okay? Like, they were good to me haven't done anything bad to me. And so I didn't choose sides or I would say things like, well, they're nice to me. You know, I'm not going to judge them based on how they treated you. They didn't do anything to me. But does that matter? If you know someone is lying or cheating, or especially if they're like abusive in some kind of way, or just doesn't have good character based on their actions with other people, How are you justifying them a place in your life or in your social circle or on your friends list even? 
Why are you letting them pay rent to have a little space in your life when you know based on actions with other people that they aren't a fit for your circle? Because they haven't done anything to you? Give them some time. I posted a quote today in Time to Grind in the group that said, if you listen carefully enough, someone will tell you exactly the person they are. Sit back and listen. Sit back and listen. People will eventually show you. Like, take a narcissist. They can only hide the fact that they're a narcissist for so long, right? They can cover it in the beginning with all their love bombing. And eventually, you know, the manipulation and control start to show in very subtle ways. But this doesn't mean that we should sit and just look for the bad in people. It means we should sit back and listen. Of course, see the good in people. Almost everyone has good in them. Literally, even people that have really wronged me. Like if I think about people who are the reason that I have trauma in the first place, I can tell you something good about those people. As awful as they were to me, I can still find something good about them. A good quality, a good thing they did, something. But don't highlight the good to excuse or ignore the bad. Okay? We all have good and bad in us. Like every one of us. We all have great things about us. We all have things we need to work on. I have made a lot of mistakes in my life. We're all the villain in someone's story. I absolutely am. Am I the villain in my own eyes? No, I'm not. You know, I think as long as the hero tells the story, the villain will always be the villain, right? And we're the hero of our own stories. So do I expect the people who've cast me as their villain to let me back in their life and give me grace for things I did once upon a time to them? No, they shouldn't want me back in their life. They don't know me anymore. And, you know, I hope they, if they're watching or they're ever listening, like I hope they can see that I've grown and healed and evolved just like I hope my villains do. Okay. That's why you will never hear me loudly talk bad about them because I hope they're different. So where do we draw the line with bad behavior, right? When we're talking about who belongs in our circle and who doesn't, where do we draw that line? Well, it's easy when it's repeated, especially, but not limited to a boundary being set. Have you heard that quote? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I don't really like the idea of that because, you know, it's not our fault when people are shitty to us. It's not our fault that we gave someone a second chance. Um, Because I think in a lot of situations, people deserve a second chance and they deserve grace. I think I've probably given out so many second chances in my life that I'm very hesitant with them now. But I think it's very situational for me. And, you know, I don't like the idea that it's like shame on on me. Like it's my fault that someone was bad to me. I think when people are, are when they treat us poorly, especially repeatedly, repeatedly, 
we have a responsibility to ourselves to walk away when something or someone isn't good for our space and our energy. The only thing that we can control is our own behavior. No one else's, not your friends, not your family, no one. You have a say over who holds space in your life. You absolutely do. If someone is toxic, if they're not a good person, if they're treating other people poorly, if they're treating you poorly, you have every right to excuse yourself from that person. Toxic behavior is toxic behavior. And I think we get in the habit of, you know, we know someone for a long time. And so we excuse it and we say, well, that's just how they are. Like it's okay. And so when it's okay, people will continue to behave however they're allowed to behave. What you allow will continue. So who are you allowing to hold space in your life that maybe shouldn't be there? That's your journal prompt for today, okay? Think about those people that are kind of like those borderline people. Write their names down. Why did you choose those names? Why are they sitting on that list? I mean, I can think of a couple for myself. I think I tend to sometimes hold space in my life for those borderline people because I don't want them to feel bad. But then if I feel bad in the process, is it worth it? No, not really. You know what I mean? So really be mindful of this. Think about it. I encourage you to sit back and listen very carefully to these people that you think are kind of borderline, especially if you're trying to heal, okay? Because you can't heal in the same environments that make you sick. You just can't. So that is some of the best advice I could probably give you. If you're still hanging around people that are contributing to or who are, who are harming your actual healing process, those are people you need to cleanse yourself of right there. And people should be receptive to your change. You can't grow unless you're willing to change. If you're not growing, are you really living? I think people get scared of growth because they don't want to grow apart from you. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a big reason that friendships and relationships fail. People very often say things like, you're not who you were before. You're so different. But we're supposed to grow and change, you know. That's how we live. That's how we kind of evolve um, as humans and and. Growth should be looked at as a beautiful thing. So that's all I got for you guys today. Go follow all of the things, Time to Grind podcast, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You can follow me on Instagram, Kimbo underscore Brooke. Be on the lookout for new stuff on the Patreon account. Again, go sign up. Um, there's a $5, $10, and $20 level, and that's monthly. And then um, you can always donate to PayPal as well. So thank you guys for hanging out with me. I appreciate you so much. And um, I will be back next week with 
uh, an awesome interview. I can't wait to share it with you guys. And in the meantime, get out there and grind. Oh, and if you're listening in real time and you're doing the spring cleaning with um, anyone from Time to Grind in March and April, um, don't forget to share the stuff you're working on. Share what you're reading and you know your workouts and things like that. We love to see all things growth in the group. See you back next week.